Mr. Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of fail. Zero, it is uh, still MMA. Yes, it is. we decided to put that on hold, kind of, right? Yeah, (laughs) kind of. We got got kind of lucky for this one because there's actually a new release, a new martial arts release, very surprisingly. And we watched The Paper Tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who'd have thunk that we would have gotten two new releases almost back to back? Obviously, we had Girls Blood in between, masterpiece of a film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Paper Tigers. Uh, it's an indie martial arts movie. Uh, di- written, directed by Bao Tran, and starring uh, Elaine Oi, Roger. Uh, no, not Roger. Well, I guess Roger as well. Ron Yuan, um, mm-hmm. Mikhail Shannon Jenkins, and. I guess you can kind of say Roger Yuan as well, the brother of Ron Yuan, who I did not realize they were related <laughs> until watching this movie. I was like, I bet they know they they must there must be some sort of coincidence. And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh shit, they're they are related. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Paper Tigers, very good movie. I actually uh, I enjoyed this film quite a bit. I, I don't know, it, it's a it's a very different, very unique experience, but. I had a blast watching it, right? Well, I don't know if you agree, Zero. Yeah, this was uh, this was pretty good. It was very entertaining. It's it's refreshing because it's kind of a different take on martial arts films. I, I can't recall uh, a martial arts film that has the older leading males as stars, and they're intentionally kind of out of shape. They're out of it. They're not 100% like their younger counterparts. And they lean into that with the characters and their physicality as well. So we've seen martial arts films before where you have the old master and then suddenly he's a stuntman and he's doing backflips and he's, you know, jumping all over the place. And we're always calling bullshit on that kind of stuff. (laughs) So it's kind of nice that you have these 40, 50 something year old actors playing to their age. And then also it's realistic in the sense that they're not the quickest. They're not the fastest. And they indeed feel a lot of pain when they get hit. hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you kind of hit over the head. It Well, let's go back to like a movie like Ninja, right? Where there's an old man um, who suddenly gets a stunt double whenever he needs to do backflips and all these uh, crazy acrobatic moves. And it's very unfitting. And that actually kind of just naturally segues us into what this movie's or Paper Tigers is all about. It's about three kind of estranged... Uh, students of Roger Yuan um, who have all had a falling out between each other and also with Roger uh, with their Sifu as well Uh, and they haven't talked to each other in 15 years I guess and they also haven't been practicing martial arts during all that time so they're obviously very rusty so when the news uh, occurs that the Sifu died uh, of a heart attack it kind of turns into a conspiracy and then devolves into a murder mystery Mm -hmm. and uh weirdly enough that's actually where a lot of the fun comes from you know like you kind of want to see where the next story beat is and it like devolves or evolves from there uh and it's weird because um watching this movie or like listening to the press before this film a lot of the 
a lot of the filmmakers or the people involved in it, like they were almost like referencing Karate Kid as a like like uh, example, right? That's like a, a frame of reference. And I can kind of see that, but I kind of don't. <laughs> you mean they were comparing this film to Karate Kid? Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Like the press itself was like comparing this to like the, the Karate Kid films, and I, I find I that kind of strange. Yeah, um, right. I mean, there's no murder mystery in Karate Kid. I mean, we find out who sweeps the leg at the end, so. <laughs> I think it's more like the coming of age story, I guess. Although, uh, I don't know, maybe into middle age. <laughs> maybe not so much the Karate Kid. How about? Uh, a better comparison would probably be Cobra Kai, right? The, the Cobra Kai series. I think uh, that's very okay. comparable to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Cobra Kai, yeah, d definitely makes more sense considering you have the returning actors from Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio and William Zapka, who are now of their age playing the character's uh, current age. And, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because they both still practice karate in that series, mm -hmm. but they, and they're pretty uh, competent at it, but... When they get hurt, you know, it really hurts them because they're older. Yeah, In this sure. movie, they are kind of out of touch, or at least two of them are. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I mean, there's obviously a lot of, there's some distinction, uh, there's some similarities, but there's a lot of distinctions. I mean, besides their uh, proficiency in martial arts, these characters in this film lack the uh, lack it. And all those characters, uh, one defining feature of this movie is that it's primarily a minority cast. And that's actually kind of, you know, a breath of fresh air, right? It's a... Uh, and this is me not trying to politicize this movie whatsoever, uh, but it's kind of nice to just like have a, a film that's like uh, it's in pretty much all Asian cast for the most part, and it doesn't feel like it's pandering, which it could easily fall into that that trap because it's it's Asians and it's martial arts, and it doesn't feel like it's falling into a stereotype, right? It's it, it feels like it's, yeah, it's doing yeah. it honorably. This doesn't well. It's not a Hollywood movie, but it doesn't feel like it was written by or meddled with by some Hollywood exec who was trying to hit all the PC checkboxes. Like, oh, make sure you write for this group and make sure you have these things because you don't want to inf offend anybody. No, like they're not doing that at all. This just happens to be a group of uh, two Asian middle-aged men and a uh, African-American middle-aged man. And they're just trying to figure out why their seafood died. Yeah. And it's nice. Not there's no, like you said, there's no pandering. If anything, we get the white, the token white character who is actually really <laughs> great comic relief, and he's he's one of those characters that he's in there just enough where he says everything he says is like almost is like golden, <laughs> and then he, and then that's it. You don't need any more from him. They're not wedging him in there. He's actually kind of he's like. He's a joke because he's one of those characters who is, uh, I, what would you say, like a Asiaphile? Or... Oh, I guess so. Yeah, he's he's obsessed with Asian culture. Well, Chinese culture. Chinese culture. And, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, part of his uh, backdrop or backstory as a supporting role is that he always lost fights with the the paper the where the three tigers who are the three main characters as when they were younger. So as a middle aged man, it's like it's amazing that he kept up his shape and his martial arts, but it's also kind of pathetic at the same time because <laughs> that's all he's been doing since. Um, and he's just still kind of on this like revenge um, plot, I guess, in his mind. It's like, oh, I'm gonna beat them one day. But it's like he has—he clearly hasn't moved on. Um, well, it's interesting what's... you say that because the story is kind of about that. Mm -hmm. In that, 
you know, as you mentioned, so this character Carter, he was kind of antagonized a little bit by the main characters. So you find out that the main characters are kind of dicks in the in the beginning of the movie. They're yeah. very rambunctious teenagers. They're overtly cocky, and they even go to dojos. Uh, they do dojo busting, I believe they said. Basically, I'm I'm pretty sure that's implying that they would go to JoJo's and just challenge him and then beat you know beat up the uh, students there, mm-hmm. which is I mean when you think about it they're doing it very fun and in a kind of jovial way but uh, that's kind of dickish as well yeah, yeah so when they get older it kind of comes back around to the main character um fuck what's the main character's Elaine, name Elaine away uh, well are you talking about the uh, the actual uh, character name. Yeah, yeah. Elaine, Elaine Oi, uh, character Danny, he's kind of become a pacifist, it seems like. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's that's fitting, right? Because not only has he given martial arts, uh, but he's, well, he's given up martial arts so he can't physically uh, be as imposing as he used to be. But also, he's older, you know? Like, why why yeah. get in fistfights, you know, as, as an older folk? You know, uh, that's, that's something for, like, the, the younger generation, you know, the hot-headed generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's kind of interesting in that he has a son, and you find out that the son is getting bullied, and it's almost like it's coming back. It's almost kind of like karma. He was going around antagonizing other people, and now it's happening to his son. It's it always surprises me when how these stories keep on coming up, and then we still have people who are like shitty kids or shitty <laughs> teenagers, and yep. then. You watch these movies and you would think, oh, yeah, that's probably going to happen. I should I should learn from this. But no, no, just people are, yeah, people yeah. are bad people sometimes. Right, right. I mean, history repeats itself. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Um, and yeah, at, at first you don't like the, uh, well, not that you don't like them, but you know, they just, they're just hot-headed, uh, ang- not angsty, but they're teenagers who just like to get into fights. And that's actually the first portion of the beginning of the film, which is, Oh, this is kind of rough to say this, but it's the best, in my opinion, the best portion of the movie regarding action. Uh, and I don't mean to jump right into it right, right away, and, and we can break it down more technicals later, but in terms of actual see, like demonstration of action, the very beginning of the movie is immediately hooks you in. Um, because after we get introduced to the, the tigers as kids, and you know they get introduced to uh, Ron, Roger Yuan, um, oh, we get introduced to Roger Yuan uh, training them. He tells them, you know, do not fight for just the sake of fighting. Uh, and of course, it immediately cuts to him, uh, cuts to the kids, as teenagers, just roughing up kids, uh, like people, and just uh, taking down dojos across the, you know, the, the city, and uh, like that portion is actually very interesting because it's all shot on, I believe, actual VHS. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's actually uh, they did that VHS uh, effect in post. I think it's VHS. It um, kind of looks like it. Yeah, it looks, you know, intentionally crummy, kind yeah. of overblown. Uh, oversaturated at times and blown out from from the sunlight i hope it's vhs it looks pretty good yeah and uh not to get into the technicals yet but i think that this portion is actually very good in terms of choreography like all of it feels like an actual backyard brawl minus the the incredibly synchronized choreography uh but if not for that like i think that like this part really stands out especially since it's kind of like introduced to us as almost like a montage it's like oh here's one fight and then here's another fight and then like you can see each part of it in great detail um and i think a lot of it stands out because of the fact that it's on vhs so uh 
yeah, I mean, like it, it's it's a good way to hook you in, and uh, and obviously throughout all this, you also get introduced to Carter's character, who's just desperately trying to win every fight with uh, Danny Eight Hands, the main character, and uh, he just loses spectacularly <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's our Guaylo, uh token white character who I mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, it, but- yeah, it's it's funny. He like he kind of seems like uh, a little hot headed as well, and then. I guess because the main character, it, it's hard to tell. Do you did they say if Carter's character was the one constantly asking for a fight, or was it the other way around? I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think initially okay. it was when they were young, like preteens. It seems like he was the one saying that or gloating that his kung fu is the best, and then it just became it just became a never ending cycle after that point. I right. think that's what they're trying to imply. Um, Carter, by the way, the adult version later in the film is played by Matthew Page. Uh, for those of you who are uh, interested or even know who that is, uh, Matthew Page plays uh, Master Ken on YouTube. I don't know if you know who that is, Zero. Master know. Ken. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, he... <laughs> He has a YouTube series called Enter the Dojo, and they're basically parody martial arts videos. He's uh, He has a, quite a following. One of his more uh, famous videos I watched was uh, How to Fight the Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> like Everything he does is just, uh, you know, like, obviously based off of, like, uh, you know, parodying, like, martial arts, like, like tropes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, I didn't actually recognize him like, watching the movie. And then uh, when I looked in the IMDb later, I'm like, oh, shit, he looks very different with blonde hair and no beard. <laughs> <laughs> So, I uh, thought he looked like a very buff Ed Helms, and I could not get that image out of my mind every time he was on screen. Yep, that that's a very apt description. Um, so across the board, uh, you'll actually get a, quite a few martial arts, um, arts martial arts names in this film. Uh, one really stand important standout here is the fact that it's uh, we have the Marshall Club as part of this this film production as well, um, who we have mentioned in, in the past before. Uh, and although, and I obviously wanted to point that out and we mentioned Matthew Page as well, Roger, Roger Yuan. Um, and one thing that's part of the, the trailers for this movie that I, that, that's like heavily promoted is, um, is what's his, what's his full name? Uh, Yuji Okumoto, who, uh, was one of the producers for this film. Um, they, they feature him heavily in the trailer, but he only has two scenes in this movie as a waiter. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made, he was in the Karate Kid 2. Yes. I, and I think they're just working off of the fact that he's was in those movies, but he's like not in the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I never watched the trailer, actually. Once I heard the premise and heard the movie was coming out, I was like, OK, I'm just going to watch it. I'm not going to look at anything. But I mean, you know how it is. The your famous names, you kind of just have to put front and center and just hope that that aspect sells the movie. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if um, I don't know if this is a spoiler or anything like that, but there's one throwaway line that he says was like, maybe I can uh, learn some kung fu with you guys too. And then one of the main characters says, "Oh, the the paper tigers and the karate kid." Wah, like, wah. Eh, yeah. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> all, all those little nitpicky things and all those little trivia things, uh, 
you know, thrown aside. Uh, yeah, the, the movie in general is like a very enjoyable uh, experience, in my opinion. And I guess, I don't know, is that all before we get into the technicals? Uh, yeah, I think we can. Uh, one one random note I wanted to point out, the at least according to IMDb, the director, uh, Tran Bao, he was the editor of a Vietnamese film called Cho Long. Uh, I've mentioned this to you before. This is the Johnny Nguyen uh, film, his last martial arts film that never got released because of the government or the censors mm. or whatnot. He's listed as the editor of that film, which I thought was really interesting. Because he, because I think he didn't do any other movies besides this one, uh, full movies. Like this is his, dir- I think this is his directorial debut, and then he's done shorts. Okay, well, uh, well, I know that Bao and Ken Kitigua. Oh man, I'm butchering his name. Kitigua. Um, so those two, when they wanted to pitch this idea, uh, you know, they went through all the hoops to make sure that they did. You know, it wasn't whitewashed. It was. It came out exactly as it needed to come out, and uh, I commend it for it. Uh, I think the final product actually, you know, was you know spot on. You know, like it didn't need it to be to be uh altered through a hollywood committee you know like this these mark all those check boxes like you said before needs to be changed because of that so i don't mm-hmm. i don't think the final product you know is you know it, it's it's a, a testament to all that um but that's uh that's the paper tigers yeah, yeah. uh this movie has been in production or at least they've been drafting this movie for like 10-ish years now and wow. yeah i know i'm glad that it finally came out and um i don't know I generally had a good uh, good time watching it, even even the second time around. Like, oh, this is very entertaining. Uh, even though it on a normal, like normally speaking, I would not think this would be a good format for our show. But I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Zero? Yeah. Uh, despite all the kind of nitpicks I had uh, while we were discussing it, I still enjoyed the movie. I when when I like something, I tend to be critical just because I don't know. That's kind of how I am. Like, I like something, but I. I can still see the flaws, and I I would like to point it out just because, if, yeah, you know, if they get a sequel, you know, hopefully they can kind of address these sorts of things. Yeah, um, yeah I, I agree with you. Uh, if if this was not a new release, this may not be the one we could break down that easily because the fights are just really really simple. Although they're good, but it doesn't lend itself to our format so much because of how uh, quick the fights are and how simple they are. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is one of those ones where I recommend the movie because it's just an overall, it's a good watch. But watching the fights out of context, it's just, it doesn't really work. Like the, it just, the fights work in context of the film and you should just watch the movie. Sure. Yeah, uh, I have nothing to add to that. I think that's perfectly makes sense to me. I Well, I think the movie, uh, maybe like a, a, an extra addition to that is that the movie is perfectly palatable for the common moviegoer, right? Like, I feel like anyone can watch this and still have a good time with it. Um, you know, the martial arts choreography aside, you know, like the, the movie making is, uh, the filmmaking is generally solid across the board, like with the little nitpicks that we mentioned before. But those are just, the, that's exactly what they are. They're nitpicks. Uh, I think the movie is, you know, very entertaining, very funny. Uh, action's pretty okay. I mean, but you're not in it for that. I mean, all even though the, we do get some okay action at times. Um... 
but I think that the reason why, like, even if this wasn't a new release, uh, I liked it enough that maybe I would have vouched for this to become an episode anyways, because a long time ago, there was a time when you and Mark recommended that we watch another movie that I ultimately want to pass on. Uh, it was called The Art of Fighting with... Uh, the Art of Self-Defense. Uh, Art of Self-Defense, sorry. Uh, with um, with uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. And I watched that, and I did not understand why you guys liked it. <laughs> I like that movie. I know. It's, it's about it's about martial arts. It's not so much about fight choreography. Yeah, even though there, but there's there's also fighting in that movie too. Like little tiny bouts, right? From what I remember. Uh, there are movie, some smaller fight. Yeah, yeah, like the movie that movie is not a martial arts movie in the way that you know, we get long bouts of choreography, we get very complicated fight scenes. That was just that was more about preying on the insecurities of a very timid man <laughs> and how learning self-defense is is a good ego boost but it can actually be very toxic that's that's kind of what's going on in that movie yeah yeah i didn't understand that movie i like i did not like it at all but apparently you guys did but uh i'm glad you enjoyed this one and you know you felt you, we could talk about it but at least there's actual action in this movie and we don't have uh mark mark zuckerberg in this movie <laughs> <laughs>